Montenegro welcomed about half a third of religions, regimes, and refugees in their multicultural renaissance secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really honored by your presence. Hello to everyone from all around the world. Um, I do know I get a lot of listens, and really thank you so very much for spreading the news, having the conversation, talking with your friends, because this is all about knowledge. This is about uh, gaining the confidence. Uh, healing from the inside and um, and joining the dots. So let's get straight down to it. We were talking about Islamic colonization and imperialism, and uh, we talked about currents that form our waves to understand the, the different currents that have passed through the layers and layers of history and that have got us to where we are today. So we were in in the middle in North Africa. We were talking about Islamic mosque in North Africa and how they colonized this region. We'll go straight back to Egypt um, and we'll take it from there. So there's a mosque in Cairo, Ibn Tulun Mosque, also supposedly commissioned by the then Abbasid governor of the city, Hamad bin Tulun, in 8876 AD. However, the inscription slab on the monument identifies the date of completion as AH265. That's that is 878-879. So a total of three years with no modern machinery to plan, engineer, uh, dig a foundation and build a monument. The Arabs themselves had no knowledge of engineering, art and architecture. There are no schools, no universities uh, or educational institutions to build such an architectural model. Um, to commission a fortress uh, like the mosque at Kairoun or the Tulun Mosque in Cairo, one, ha one has to have the, all of the above. You cannot go from zero to hero in, in, with only religious madrasas teaching an ideology. Arabs like to say, is, uh, Islam likes to say, the first university of the world was in Fez, Morocco, which is wrong. It was a madrasa, it was a religious school, and a madrasa comes from the Hebrew word midrash. Uh, that is to study the Midrasa, uh, the Midrash, which is a Jewish commentary on the Talmud. Um, and so that's why you have Madrasa. But it's not a university, it's a Hebrew, it was a Hebrew learning site uh, and then became, um, it became Islamic afterwards, after the colonization. Um, nothing to build, uh, to build as such, uh, huge architectural marvels. So to commission a fortress like the mosque at Kairoun or Tulin Mosque in Cairo, one has to have all of the above. Um, besides, the Arabs were still at war trying to colonize the Berber tribes. Their resources were spent on armed conflicts, trying to expand their territory and consolidate their dominions. A huge project like the Kairoun Mosque would take decades to build a massive amount of money, not speaking of the peace in the region. Uh, would have to, uh, that you would need to protect this architecture and society. Again, the only text confirming that the Arabs allegedly built this mosque was written some 200 years after 678 AD, meaning hearsay. One hint of the falsehood lies in the Kairun itself. Uh, Kairun, or Al-Kairawan, means camp, or place of arms, and the encampment of Kairun was a garrison city by the Roman Empire, the Cartesian Empire, the Phoenician Empire, um, all before before it was taken over. So you wouldn't build a mosque 
mosque, even in the name of mosque, after a garrison site. But it is a gar it was a garrison and, and they just kept the name. It's it's very much like the uh Ram Jannah Bubi um um masjid or the masjid in, in the Ayodhya temple that was originally a site, a Vedic site, uh, uh, sorry, um, a mosque, and they named it after a Hindu temple, or the Gyanwapi Mosque, which is a Hindu name, and but they they got a the te they got a mosque on the on the on the Hindu temple. Uh, how do you have a mosque on the Indian in a hin on a Hindu temple with a Hindu name? That's because it was a Hindu temple before, so it's the same thing with these mosques in the Middle East. The Islamic theologians who wrote history probably did not know this or never made sure of their claim of that perfect Islamic architecture. Either this, or they never realized that the name of a city and the mosque would be a mirror image of its past existence, giving away its falsehood. For the icing on the cake, there is a Roman stone flag encrusted on the walls of the mosque in Cairo, telling us that it was a Roman temple. Islam says it was a stone reused from among the many stones reused in Roman temples. It was uh, after the Roman temple was destroyed and rebuilt with the same material. Okay, so I understand using stones from a previous construction site, but a plaque telling us it was the Romans who built the fort? That's senseless. It just goes to show you that the Umayyads were not good at anything, not even lying. Leave alone, build a massive temple. Uh, establishment geopolitics has a whole different story. There's another mosque cons constructed in 641-642 AD. Um, it's called the Mosque Amar ibn al-As in Fustat, also known as the City of Tents. Uh, ten years after Muhammad died, again, no knowledge of any construction. Ten years earlier, they had constructed, ten years later, they constructed a mega mosque. Islam says it was a simple mosque, but 30 years later, after the community grew, it was rebuilt in 673 AD. The mosque was doubled in size with four minarets. In those days, they did not have loudspeakers. So how did they call out to the faithful from so high? Or did they really build those minarets at war? Another Byzantine monument, Hint, Recep Tayyip Erdogan and the Hagia Sophia. Currents that form your waves, my friend. That is how the Islamic civilization uh, came to be. It was colonized, uh, taken over from other peoples, a civilization prior that existed. It was rebranded and uh, 1400 years later, no Coming back to the Islamic civilized colonization of modern-day Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia, um, Islam says Berber converted to Islam and submitted to God. It was not so simple. The Berber tribes were not at peace with each other. There was a lot of internal strife. There were those that formed part of the Roman Empire and some tribes who were not, meaning marginalized and left out of the lucrative power circle and economic benefits of trade the tribes who were not part of the Roman Empire were the tribes who associated, they were the tribes who associated with the invading Arabs for more power and influence, thereby taking on the Islamic label and all the while keeping their culture, heritage and faith intact. In return for power sharing with the Arabs and avoiding diminutive status, 
The remainder therefore have tribes who did not accept Islam were the ones who were part of the Roman Empire and were Christianized. They, were, they would have shared power with the Romans and benefit from their education, trade and commerce. They were eventually subject, uh, subjugated and marginalized first uh, during the Arabs' time because they were in the opposition, uh, forced to submit to diminished status and eventually Arabicized. Thereby, they lost their cultural heritage along their way before the Islamized tribes. Although both groups of tribes took over, took almost 400 years to complete the transition, the tribes continued their conflict with each other even under the new banner of Islam. The Arabs were at, the point cons at this point constantly trying to suppress the internal revolts. Uh, and now the Berber, even prior to Islam, were trying to take over the island of um, Crete uh, and cross over to the Iberian Peninsula in hopes of overthrowing the Visigoths. Remember, the Berber tribes were trading with their fellow Berbers on European soil since we have historical data and even before that. The Visigoths would have been a thorn in their side. They were invaders on the Spanish Peninsula. Under the banner of New Empire of Islam, they found a common ground and invaded the Iberian Peninsula in 711 AD. Thus, while a few top generals were Arabs, the real invasion of the Iberian Peninsula was carried out by Berbers. It was a Berber invasion of Spain under the banner of Islam and not vice versa. The desert Arabs would never have been able to undertake such a mountainous operation alone. Once on the ground, the Visigoths were sent packing and the Berber tribes took over. However, their conflicts of the North African continent persisted and continued on the Iberian Peninsula. The Arabs were constantly fighting, putting out fires. At the same time, the Visigoths would never have given up. Uh, they would have been constantly trying to get their territory back. While the Muslims' advance was stopped in Poitiers in 723 AD, the Reconquista started in 718 itself by noble called Pelagius of Asturias. Um, he was not successful, but having been captured and, and escaped again, he retried. This time in 722, he was successful. The Franks at the same time were also trying to gain power on Iberian soil. Any trick was good in the book was good. Bribing the Berbers tribes, offering them gold, title, money, and land and governorship. Berbers were already known to the Europeans, so who, like their European Berber counterparts, were part of the Roman Empire and some of the Cartesian Empire. They would have traded together for centuries before 600 AD. Their internal tribal relations would have run deep and economically, culturally, socially through marriage, commerce, architecture and knowledge. Numerous Roman temples and palaces were later converted into churches bear the hallmark of Berber culture. When the Berber, Berber, under the ban of Islam, invaded the Iberian Peninsula, the land was not barren. Um, they already had existing civilization created by empires that passed by, last of which were above the Cartesian and Roman empires. Their churches converted from temples, uh, palaces, roads, bridges, centers of knowledge and hospitals were already in existence. Islam did not add anything to the Iberian Peninsula, but only took it over under rebranded civilization 
as an Islamic civilization to glorify its image. As history repeats itself, the Christian uh, civilization did the same rebranding of the Roman civilization. Uh, so, I have gone through um, a lot of the Cordoba Mosque. We have talked before about um, how on the Iberian Peninsula you have many mosques, you have, um, you have a lot of uh, architecture that's, that's Muslim, Islamic. None of these were Islamic. Um, they were all converted from, uh, from Christian temples which were previously con converted to, um, which were previously converted to from Roman temples and they were converted now to, to mosque. Uh, and so the rebranding continues. Uh, 